0: Welcome to the My Muy Bueno Women in Business podcast to inspire, empower, strengthen, support and motivate you on your walk as a woman in business. I'm Justine Murphy, founder and CEO of My Muy Bueno. And a very big welcome to today's finale episode of Mindway Winner Women in Business podcast. We have had a fantastic season, all very empowering, pretty exciting and real topics as always, shining the light on all of those things. And today we're going to be talking all about resilience. I have plenty to share with you on this topic because pretty darn good at it. Have lots of resilience, (laughs) have the ability to keep on bouncing back. So I'm going to be talking a little bit more about that and imparting and sharing with you lots of my kind of situations and adversities that I've had to go through and get through and conquer to come out on the other side in order to be a whole lot more resilient and how, you know, I don't have some superpower in any capacity. Uh, a lot of people often kind of go, how are you still going, pushing on? How do you do it? How do you do it? And it's ultimately because I've become this way you know, from going through lots of different traumas and lots of different situations, different people, difficult times in lots of ways and dealt cards over and over and over again that have forced me to just have to tackle things head on and get through them and come out the other side. And obviously, like any situation, it only serves you and equips you better for the next situation and helps you to become stronger. And ultimately more resilient. So we'll be talking more about that soon. I thought I'd do a little bit of a catch up with you since as it is the last season. And it's been a really... oh I'm going to stop crying on this episode. am I? Like, hey, I probably am actually. It's an emotional episode ahead. It's been a journey. And I think each one of these podcast season has been a journey in all the ways. And those of you who have been on it from the start have literally gone through it with me. Uh, Bearing in mind, this podcast was developed kind of on the other side of the pandemic, really, in order to take my real-life events when I was back in Mallorca to continue having that time and sharing myself in all the ways with women out there, especially being women in business, and making it more accessible and me more accessible and everything I have to share. And then, of course, all the amazing guests I have on. And, of course, it's given me the ability to open up up the opportunity of having guests from all over the world on the podcast as well. And it's evolved into something really very special and has been really kind of uh, walked with me through many a situation and therefore dictated a lot of the podcast episodes have been, you know, pertaining to obviously my everyday world of business and obviously personal as well. So those of you who have just recently joined us, I'd implore you to go back to the beginning, listen from the start and come on the whole journey to get to where I am today. It's been an incredible journey and hugely emotional and powerful as well. And I hope you take elements of this podcast and really appreciate apply it to you and your life and your world, your working world, your personal life to draw inspiration from everything that I've had to share. And obviously, of course, I haven't even been able to speak totally frankly or totally candidly about some of my situations or topics just because it's just been too raw or too hard or simply just not the right time to talk about them here just yet we've got season four for all of that (laughs) season four is going to be mega (laughs) but here we are at season three wrapping it up it's been an incredible journey massive thanks to my amazing guests i've had on the amazing by sarah london girl sarah and lauren i've had the amazing harriet of course and then more recently anna as well so thank you all and if you haven't listened to those episodes again go back and have a listen absolutely fantastic and everything that they had to share and impart about their own journeys was just wonderful. And they're great human beings. Again, those people are a reflection of my guests here and my presence here in the UK and in London now. Just coming up, can you believe for two years, exactly two years. And I'm at this stage right now in my life that I am moving forward into these brand new chapters ahead. And oh, I'm going to start crying. (laughs) My life went upside down two years ago. I lost everything. And little did I know, a year later, I was going to lose even more. You know, COVID came into my life and it came for my business, came for my marriage, and it came, well, ultimately for me as well. And it opened up all the cans of worms and emptied them all out, all the Pandora's boxes, uncovering things I never knew or just opened my eyes to a whole lot and ultimately changed my life forever. I had to keep getting back up because that's what I do. Standing on my own two feet on my own, because ultimately it's just us at the end of the day. It's just you. You know, you can have all the friends around you. You can have all the family. You can have all of those things. But ultimately, you know, it's, it's us on our own, on our own two feet. In fact, I saw a little meme the other day. I think I just about remembered screenshot it when I saw it, but it just was so powerful to me. And it was a simple sketch drawing of a guy on a tropical island, and he'd just obviously stranded on the island, and he'd written in wood on the island, help. And then there was another picture exactly the same, and then it shows him in a raft going past, and then half of the letters of the word help were removed from the sand of the island, and that's it. It's kind of you know, there's no one coming for you. You gotta do it yourself. You gotta get up there and you gotta build your own raft and get the hell out of a situation or circumstance or away from you know people or toxic people or people causing you hurt or pain. And that was just really powerful, really, really resonated and hit my heart and my head hard. It was kind of that again, that whole putting the light, putting the oxygen mask on yourself first moment, I guess. Um, and that's what I've had to do in the last two years. And it's been people see the outside and. The- they see all the all the stuff on the outside, you know, all the all the social media and all the restaurant visits and all the eating and the chefs and the busy, 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 and you know, yay, smiling. You know, that's the that's the Instagram version. And it doesn't mean it's not true, it's real. Of course it's real, you know, not sharing the heartache and the pain and the stuff that goes on behind closed doors, you know? It's always like a swan up top and underneath, paddling away, you know, the realities of running a business, you know? People just don't realize the work going in. You've got so much pressure on your shoulders all the time to deliver. You've got so much pressure financially to keep the wheels turning, to be paying for everything, to keep the vision running, to keep But, but people have no idea, you know, month in, month out, work very hard, making sure all my staff get paid. But, you know, I don't take a paycheck. I didn't get paid this month. That's the reality of having your own business. Everything goes back in and everything is constantly running like a well-oiled machine. And to get us, you know, to be a resilient business in the face of all the adversity it's gone through, company has gone through so much. But now my sheer determination, pushing, working hard, working crazy hard since I've been here in London, even despite the chaos that was going on in my life, I still kept pushing forward. I still refused to allow the situation to be greater than me. I refused to allow the pandemic to be greater than me. I wasn't scared of COVID. I wasn't scared of catching the virus. I was going out. I was got myself an office, got a serviced office in Michelin House. I was going there all the time. I was working because I knew I needed to be able to build the business back up. I couldn't just sit working from home and just carry on pottering along at that size. I needed to be jumping off that cliff and building that parachute and worrying about it on the way down like I always do do each little foundation and each little building block to be putting them back in place again, but fresh new building blocks because suddenly I've changed. I'm a completely different person now on the other side of all of my experiences in the last two years. I was already pretty resilient. I sat here before I started recording today and wrote down how many times in my life I've had to restart. When you go through it that many times, you become pretty damn good at it. You know, six times in my life, six key times in my life that I've gone through extreme trauma and I've had to escape those six situations. I've had to flee those situations, whether it was the circumstance I found myself in or it was the people who were around me ultimately causing me pain, causing me hurt. And I made that decision, you know, like scrolling right back to kind of 14, 15 year old me escaping my mother, you know, a few hours before, being having a gun against my head, being locked in my room, you know, like the the sheer I'm mean, gonna I'll put a thing on this episode now, then the fucked upness of it. <laughs> it's just mind-blowing, you know. This is why I am writing my book and my autobiography will come. Just finding that time to finish. But I've written four chapters, so it's I'm chipping away. But that was then my 14, 15-year-old self. At that point, you know, i have been going through ongoing trauma, you know, ongoing abuse behind closed doors at the hands of my mother, at the hands of the people that she surrounded herself with. And that young human being, me, knew it was wrong, knew I needed to flee. I knew I needed to escape. That young me back then had resilience, even though I didn't even know what that word was. But I made that decision to get myself the hell out of there. I made that decision because I knew I shouldn't be in that situation. I knew I deserved better. And over and over and over the years, it happened again and again, just at at different people, different circumstances, but similar patterns and finding myself in these places until, you know, again, getting myself out of those situations. How many times do I have to restart my life in order to carve myself a better one? Um, And the answer is quite a few times until then being an adult and and again, just kind of going enough, no more, you know, and choosing who I surround myself with in business and in work and staying true to those ethics and true to the those core values because they have made me who I am. And anyone listening to this, you know, that that resonates with, and I'm sure it does many of you because we all have our story, right? We've all got our journey that we've been on. We've all got people who have hurt us or betrayed us. We've all been hit with overwhelming situations that are completely outside of our control. We just have to keep on getting back up and keep on moving forward, because that's the only way, you know, and not allowing anyone or anything to knock you down. You know, you deserve better. I deserved better. And over and over again, I got stronger and stronger better at doing it, better at restarting my life. And then again, you know, the last two years, situations, circumstances outside of my control just knocked me off my feet and completely shook me to the core. And they could have knocked me completely. And I don't know if I would have gotten back up again. That little fire in my belly, that determination, that how dare you you know, do this to me that's embedded in me and drives me to every ounce of whatever I have left to get back up on my feet and to face my circumstance head on and to push forward and to power forward and to be positive and stay positive because that positivity is all I've got. (laughs) And that continues then to light up my body and my brain and fire me up all cylinders and brings me back to the strength, and to the Justine that I am, despite the chaos and the shit going on all around me. So yeah, that would uh, pretty much summarize resilience, I guess. <laughs> I mean, over and over, you know, when Seth was born, you know, that was a really big time for me with about resilience, the negligence of the doctor who delivered him, pulling him so hard and snapping two of his nerves and his Brachial plexus, rendering his arm completely paralyzed. Uh, that was the beginning of a journey that's still in my present day. It's our lives. It's part of our lives, everything that we do. You know, my son is nine now and every day I have to remind him to use his right arm and keep on doing his physiotherapy exercises. You know, it's part of our life. It's part of his life. You know, recently just going to a visit up in Leeds to see a specialist. His doctor asked him, you know, if other children comment about his arm. And he sat there and said, yes, they do. And completely completely floored me because, you know, I said to him on the way, on the train back to London, I was like, why have you not told me that? You know, it hurt me so much they he's there, like, having to handle that. And so we talked about it, you know, and he, he was just like, oh, "Mummy, I forgot. So I forgot to tell you. And anyway, we've started this line of communication and he wants to know more about his arm. And um, I'm showing, a, I've got a, a blog I wrote at the time, because that's what I do when I'm in the middle of adversity, when I'm in the middle of trauma, I have to do things. I have to keep busy. So like last year in the middle of all my trauma, I set up my way no media. It gave me purpose. It gave me life, it gave me distraction. You know, I kept busy. I get focused. And the same with Seth in the middle of all of that while trying to run the business, being on my own at the time because my husband was away working on the boats. And, uh, Seth and I would be up every day and I was having to do nappy changes and breastfeeding and run the business and dealing with the enormity of his disability and and, then accepting that and coming to terms with that, which was very hard for me. And then doing his physio, keeping his arm from going stiff and his muscles from reducing. And, you know, it's just, it was a lot. It was just so much. And in the middle of all of that, I wanted to share my experiences, write something because there was nothing out there to help me properly um, when I was searching and searching online. So I wanted to create something to share Seth's story and my story about everything so I created my herbs palsy a Story.com. which again I literally just two days ago got a message on my Instagram from a mum who found it and it's really helped her she's got an eight week old son they've just who's been diagnosed with herbs palsy or brachial plexus injury um, and again just so when I get those messages my heart fills because it's helped someone that's the whole purpose of it but at the time it also helped me with my healing. Everyone copes in different ways, in different, you know, but doing things like that, not turning to alcohol, not turning to drugs or anything else, not turning to sedation or anything that's going to block or numb what you're feeling. You know, people very quickly go down the doctor route and depression and tablets and things such as mask stuff opposed to just dealing with it all. Because I think as well, you've got to feel all the feels, right? You need to experience the pain and then you get past that pain and you heal and then you get stronger again. You know, we've got to go through the pain and that memory that then sits with us and stays with us. And then the next time we're in a situation, we're in a better position to tackle it and better equipped to handle it. Even though we've never been in whatever the circumstance might be before but we are a stronger mindset a stronger healthier mindset in order to better handle it and ultimately get through it and again that's what provides that resilience that strength that thicker skin as it were you know it doesn't make any situation hurt less just because i'm smiling and i'm happy and i'm positive doesn't mean that the circumstances or situation i'm going through is not absolute Hell. I mean, last year I had to literally scoop myself up every single morning for about eight months last year. You'll know when I was gonna to had to finish my podcast early last season. I was in survival mode. I would have to scoop myself off the floor to stop sobbing, to clean my face in the shower and sob in the shower, and then go and start my day and smile and not paint on a smile, just be happy, find the happiness, find the happiness, create the happiness. And again, my happiness is created through good food and good people, because ultimately those are the things that heal me and healed me and continue to heal me when I go through hardships. And last year, that was the very case. And going back to Seth again, and just to wrap that part up of what I was sharing. At the time, I remember when he had to have his surgery and, you know, how we were going to get him home. He was going to be put in a body cast and we wouldn't be able to take him on a flight. We wouldn't be able to put him upright. We wouldn't be able to move him. We wouldn't be able to put him in a vehicle and drive back with him for 18 hours. Or, I mean, just my only option that was in my head was, well, we need to get someone to donate a private jet. and And again, everyone, people around me told me I couldn't. You know, the closest friends in my life told me, you know, I was mad and that that was stupid and it wasn't going to happen and came up with other ideas or solutions. You know, um, my own husband at the time also told me I was completely mad. And so everyone told me that I, I couldn't. And you know what? When people around you are telling you you can't or you shouldn't. Firstly, that's a great big red flag. Ding, 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 ding. Took me like four or five years later to, oh, sorry, nine years later to to see that. But ultimately, those people are not the people that you want around you. Because if the people around you are constantly pulling you down or telling you you shouldn't do something, again, going back to people judging you and going back to people deflecting their own insecurities just because they wouldn't or couldn't or don't know where to start, doesn't mean you can't. If you've got an idea for something, well, my goodness, you go and do it. Hell to what anyone says to you. And people who tell you you can't, they're not the people you want around you. You want everyone around you who believes in you and tells you you can. And that's great. And that's amazing and brilliant. And I don't ever doubt that you're not going to do what you say you're going to do because you always bloody do. And that's exactly me on a plate. Everything I say I'm going to do, I do. And rise up, no matter what. It might take me a hell of a lot longer to do it because of my circumstances or my finances or my, or whatever, life. (laughs) But I do it and I stand by it, you know, because I know how hard I work. And I work really, really, really hard. I pull all the hours. You know, people only see what they want to see. They see the stuff on the outside. They see all the shiny yay stuff and, and, again, form an opinion on it, judge you for it, you know, but they're not in your shoes. They haven't walked a day in your life. They have no idea what's going on behind closed doors whatsoever. Last year, okay, I went quieter on my social media. Maybe people saw the little elements of things, you know, just myself and the boys and kind of worked out a few things, you know, they know, but they don't know. But ultimately, no one had, I still kept smiling. I still was staying positive and staying focused because my God, that gave me life, literally gave me life. Focusing on my boys and focusing on the business provided stability for me. You know, but going back to that, you know, I three days I set up a Twitter account. I messaged Beyonce, Kim Kardashian. I asked everyone and told everyone Seth's story. And I believed that someone out there was going to help. I refused to believe otherwise. There was no plan B. It was me jumping off the cliff and building the parachute on the way down because I knew the parachute, I was going to get a parachute. I was going to put the parachute together and I was going to land on my feet. And I'll tell you what, within three days, I had an offer of a private jet donated to get my boy at four months old after his five-hour surgery on a plane and back from Leeds to Mallorca because I refused to believe otherwise. I refused to believe that I couldn't or shouldn't do it. I was resilient in the face of everything and everyone against me, but that spurred me further to say, screw you, I'm going to do this. Watch me. And I'll tell you what, I bloody did. And I thank you to David, the owner of Multiflight, who was amazing, donated a private jet. We got our boy home without having to move him at all. We left the hospital straight into his crib. And that crib then went on two folded down seats on the private jet. Within two and a half hours, we were on the tarmac into a taxi and we were home. And then he had four weeks in that cast. And that was the beginning of his journey. It took about a year for even the tiniest bit of movement to come. You know, nerves are not like broken bones. And, you know, he's got big scars down his legs from his donor nerves, which are put in just to help with the signals. But they just don't do the same thing as the original nerves. You know, it took years to get any movement in his arm. And then he had another surgery at three. And anyway, just all of these things come together and they just give you more resilience. It just is instilled inside of you. It comes from that place of sheer determination and strength and the refusal, again, to allow a situation or circumstance or person to knock you down or push you down or hold you down or dictate your life or your circumstances in any way. We get one life on this earth. You can do Anything you want to do in this world. You are in control of your life and your destiny and your future. You are. You are. If you don't like something in your life, change it. If you're not happy, change that. It's very simple. So simple. Got my baby home. I did it. Bloody did it. You know, that quiets and all the naysayers down. And over and over and over again, that reality that everything is possible. You know, we deal with humans in this world, other human beings we interact with, we connect with, we build relationships with, we end relationships with. We're constantly evolving, constantly changing. And I think you also need to be open to that change. You have to be, you have to be open to change. Again, change is good. It's hard, but it's essential for growth. I've had to start again so many times in my life, you know, again, you get rather good at it when you have to do it that many times. But ultimately, you can't open new doors with old keys. Isn't that good? I heard that recently, and I love it. It's so, so true. I think that determination, that courage, that bravery, all of these elements that then pull through from every fiber of your body, they they shape you, they mold you into who you are. And, you know, yes, you get tougher, you get stronger, but it doesn't harden you. I think that's the key, not to allow things to then harden you, not to block yourself off. I could be a hermit away from the world because I've been hurt by so many people. I don't want to allow my heart to open up to them or to be hurt by them because I've been hurt so much but no, I have so much love for people. I love people, but good people, my people, people who are the right people, and it's finding those people. And when you are starting to live your life authentically and honestly, the right people will be drawn to you and gravitate towards you. And also, I think you go through all these circumstances and go through these situations, and then you do close your doors on chapters of friendships and people in your life, people who come into your life at different times, different purposes, and then that time is simply up. There's nothing. doesn't come from a place of, you know, oh, goodbye. I'm going to say goodbye to that friendship out of my life. No, it's not from a place. It's from a place of love. You know what? It's from a place of self-love and being healthy and just recognizing when people in your life don't serve you anymore. Why should you carry those people? Why should you carry those people around like you're responsible for them, like a dead lead weight around your neck? And the second you take them off, you feel free. And why should you apologize for that? unapologetically we should do things without consequence ultimately everything it's just with love a love for yourself self-love and that's so important when you make the decision to close doors in your life with people that you've had years of history with you know you take from that you know those years of history are amazing you know it's made you who you are today not ever discounting that But ultimately, when those people no longer serve you in your life, or if those people have hurt you, then it's time to let them go and move forward into a new chapter, a healthy chapter, one that makes you happy. And that's so massively important and so crucial to your own development, your own future, your ability to do and achieve and be everything you want to do and be and achieve in this world and in this life. Otherwise, it is a heavy lead weight around your neck that you'll just keep on carrying and keep on carrying, whether you realize it or not. I think it's healthy for everyone and making those decisions. It's scary. Of course it's scary. We like comfort. We feel safe in our comfort zone. But again, are you happy? Because if you're not happy... Then you need change. And then that's the tough part. But you can go through it. You will go through it. You will get to the other side of it. You will become more resilient. You'll be stronger and better and healthier for it. And you're being honest with yourself and true to yourself. And that just comes right back to your own authenticity, marching to the beat of your own drum, being yourself in all the ways unapologetically, with the right people around you, lifting you up, bringing you up, a healthier mindset, a healthier place, a healthier walk ahead in your life. And from there, that's again, like I've said before, it's where all the magic happens. It's just the most brilliant and exhilarating everything because nothing can stop you. Nothing's in your way. You have the freedom to just do it all. And again, doesn't mean you have a magic, wonderful, glowing life that there's no other stuff happening because there's always stuff happening. Every day there's something and another situation and more heartache and more pain and more struggles and something else that will come and knock you back down on your ass again. But you know what? You just keep on getting up. You keep on keeping on. You handle a situation. You have to sidestep and deal with that situation and come back to it. You know, I've had like last few weeks, I got thrown another situation that just completely me, And I was just like, why? Why? You know, our whole world is like people just, you know, so unnecessary if people are mean or nasty, you know, it's totally unnecessary, you know, where it's about love and communication and honesty and goodness, you know. None of us need extra stress or extra burdens in our life, but especially not hurt against one another. And again, just why complicate our lives further? You know, I want to simplify my life as much as possible. And I'm in the process of doing that at the moment, simplifying my life in all the ways. Okay, busy as hell in all the other sides of things, juggling all the balls, love it, thrive off of it. But my personal life, totally simplified, like completely. I've detoxed my life and my world. And my goodness, I sleep better at night for it. My shoulder pain has gone. My psoriasis has cleared up. My whole body is telling me it's happier. That's pretty powerful, right? That's everything I have to share and impart on this final episode with you. I hope you've enjoyed it. You know, of course, I've got so much more to say, but I'm trying to get better at wrapping up and doing shorter podcasts more simplified getting the message across loud and clear but just a reminder to get back up again and mooch through things don't happen quickly you know slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be you know, slow and steady wins the race and all these things. But in each mountain that we then get to, you know, we go through all these hurdles and have to climb another mountain, climb another mountain, and you get to the top of one mountain and it's just the bottom of the next, you know. But we have to keep on climbing and keep pushing on. And yeah, there's power in that. And there's strength and there's beauty, there's bravery and there's happiness in all of it. And we are left with scars. And those scars are reminders of the things that we've achieved and got through. And we're still here to tell the tale. And before I start crying again, on that note, everyone, that's it. That's a wrap for this season. I'll be back at some point later this year in winter because I'm also going to be very busy launching another podcast. (laughs) I know, like I haven't got enough going on. (laughs) But I'm very excited for this next one and it's going to be amazing. All are very different, but I'll share a bit more of that in season four can believe it season four it's amazing thank you all around the world. As always, for tuning in, please do jump on and write a little note, review it, give us five stars and just get the word out there. Just really sharing this podcast with as many women and inspiring and uplifting them in all the ways who need to hear it. And take care. Have an amazing summer. We're apparently going to have a heat wave this week here in London or England. How amazing is that? Not that going to see any of it, but I'm going to be running around with all the crazy about to kick in. Still not in my new site. It's taken four months of legals and stress, but about to sign my lease, get my keys, jump off the cliff, (laughs) and start building my parachute on the way down. I'm massively excited for this next chapter in my life in all the ways, and I will be kickstarting the new season, sharing all of that with you, because I'll be on the other side of all of it by then, and have done it, and be in a grounded place and a settled place in all the ways, and chasing my happiness, powering on, and ensuring, as always, that all my ducks are firmly in a row that's it everyone take care have an amazing summer ahead and as always ensure you keep all your ducks in a row power on remove the naysayers stay strong stay authentic and you can achieve and do absolutely anything you want and more